Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Homosexuality, inserted in the Bible in 1946. I wrote an article recently on gay salvation from a biblical Christian perspective, which received some extended comments. One of the more interesting responses was from a reader who informed me that the word homosexual did not appear in Bible translations until 1946, thereby challenging the notion that it was accepted as a sin prior to that time. It is true the word homosexual did not appear or enter scripture until 1946. Some argue that was because it was first coined in 1892 and took that long to become common enough to be used in updated translations. I'm not sure I buy that. However, if you look at the word that was used to translate the original Greek before that time, it was mostly the word effeminate or sodomite. By a wide margin, modern translations use the term homosexuality um, as referenced in the following scripture verses uh, ESV translation. 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality. And 1 Timothy 1.10, The sexually immoral, men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine. In looking at 45 versions of 1 Corinthians 6.9, approximately 35 of them currently translate the original Greek as homosexual. The remaining use effeminate, or some version of men who lie down or have sex with males, or sodomites. Again, from Webster, the word sodomite is defined as, quote, disparagement for a gay person, unquote. Also, looking briefly at 1 Timothy 1.10, the frequency of homosexual in the translation is about the same, uh, with sodomite being used for more historical translations as 1 Corinthians. Finally, of course, there are other scripture verses that discuss this topic, including Leviticus 18.22 and 20.13, Romans 1.26.27, and Mark 10.6-9. To be clear, Webster defines effeminate as, quote, having feminine qualities untypical of a man, not manly in appearance or manner. Since scripture is calling this a sin, it would suggest an even broader range of negative behavior than with the word, quote, homosexual, which Webster translates or defines in a more limiting way of, quote, of or relating to or characterized by sexual or romantic attraction to people of one's same sex or gay, and of or relating to or involving sexual activity between people of the same sex. The word sodomite is even clearer as a negative term for gay. The Bible and its translations from Greek to English make clear God's view of homosexuality. However, I fully stand by the key point of my original post. We all sin, Romans 3.23, though some sins are perhaps more visible than others. However, that makes absolutely no difference to God, who is omniscient. God says that the wages of sin, all sin, is eternal death in Romans 6.23. 
From Scripture and from life, we know our sin nature both precedes salvation and follows salvation. Fortunately, God's grace and provisions, Romans 5.8, through Christ, covers over all of our sins if we accept Christ as our Savior and Lord, Romans 10.9. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.